we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you all. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hot and Bravoed, a podcast that's part of the Bud Buttered Pop Network. You know, if you would just do the same thing every week and stop trying to be like, I don't know what you're trying to do, this would be a lot easier. Like every single week. What was wrong with the intro you had? The intro you had. I can't remember it. And every time I'm trying Hello, to. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravoed podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Matthew McFarland. Like, you don't remember it. What are you talking about? I, I, I'm having a, a Heather Gay moment. I don't remember what you're talking oh about. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Hello, I don't everyone. Recall. Welcome. Happy end of March or mid end of March. Uh, we got a lot on the docket today. Uh, so much. I don't know. I mean, maybe we're just not paying attention, but, um, you know, we didn't realize that Ultimate Girls Trip Thailand was dropping this week. Um, didn't know that three episodes were dropping all at once. Um. Not to mention, uh, New Jersey was fantastic this week. I mean, we're going to talk about Vanderpump. Yes. To start, of course, because still the san- the scandal continues. Um, but yeah, we have a lot to cover. We have a yeah. lot to go over. Is there any news? Like global Bravo news? I don't think so, right? I mean, the reunion is taping for Vanderpump Rules. I mean, that's the biggest thing. And all thing. of that's going on. Um, Jackson, Brittany, so. Ron, watch what happens live, but we'll cover that in a second yeah. when it comes to, um, you know, Vanderpump and all of that. Yes. But no, I think news-wise, the news is sticking to the shows right now, which I kind of like. I don't like it when, like, we jumped the shark too much. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Scandal is literally the best thing that's ever happened to us. But when we jump, jump the shark too much and we're getting a lot more off-camera than on, it, it, it bothers me. But I agree. Most of the drama right now is on the TV. Yeah, I can't even think of anything. And I've been literally on the Bravo fan pages left and right trying to figure out what's happening what's going on uh and i don't i don't think i've really everything's just about scandal right now it's yeah. truly about vanderpump rules so do you want to start with vanderpump rules just so we could jump into that yes um let's start with vanderpump rules so we picked up where we left off last week where we're at the bar with the boys night plus sheena and raquel and charlie walk up after having just left the havasu trip with yeah. Katie, lala and uh oh my god Kate, what's her fucking name? Caitlin, Christina, Christina, Christina there Kelly. Come Christina on, Christina Kelly. God, I you know. watched this this series like twelve times. I know, but I've never really taken to her. And then she's been gone for fucking forever, and now she's back. So whatever. You can't forget a girl with two first names, Christina but, Kelly. Uh, but this <laughs> episode, I think, is interesting because I think this is when it just seems to me that this is when potentially the Sandoval and Raquel stuff sort maybe kind of got into motion. There's certain pieces of this puzzle that we see in this episode. And it actually, I do want to say that everyone that has kind of been on the podcast, friends of all this kind of stuff have said that after boys night is when Tom Sandoval and Raquel started their affair. Okay. So at, at this night you see, it almost feels like Sandoval invited them but then was playing like both sides with James when they like went into the back room because once the girls arrive to the event James is pissed he's like I thought this was boys night my ex-girlfriend's here my current girlfriend's not here she's gonna be mad what the hell and again I know James is like he can get a little temperamental and you know he's not 
the easiest guy. Yes. But like, gotta give him some props being like, I want to break the cycle of bad habits and I want to yes. stop doing shitty things to my girlfriends. And like, and I also completely agree with his like feelings of like, I'm being pushed out. Raquel is like, this weird thing with Sandoval is happening where he's bringing her into the group and I'm kind of getting iced out. And now it's just very, very bizarre. And he's not wrong. I, th- no. I think that's very evident that, Raquel is like ascending the ranks of the group. She is. And because I think, let me ask you, but so I think, yes, I think right around here is when like the affair fully like falls into place. But do we still think that, you know, a couple months before this in May, do we think that there was a kiss between Raquel and Sandoval at Coachella and maybe perhaps one or two other instances where they were just like, Oh no, this is just us being, whatever, and then it turned into an, a full-blown affair later on. Because there, there's there's a claim by Schwartz that the guy that Raquel made out with was this beefier-looking version of Schwartz that we see on this week's episode. Do you buy that? So, well, there's two things I want to touch on. First, on Raquel ascending the ranks, I wanted to say that I think they've kind of demonized James. Yeah. Everyone has. Uh-huh. Um, and because of that, Raquel's used that to her advantage of being the victim girlfriend. Totally. Um, and so I think that's why she's ascending so quickly. I think everyone was like, she's been abused and she needs to find her voice. Let's help her find her voice. This is now taking a wrong turn. <laughs> Going back to um, the second thing that you said about the the kiss, I do think, I, d- I don't want to say I think they did. I feel like Raquel might have just been kind of flirty with a bunch of different people at Coachella you know, living the Coachella life as I did for years in VIP. Uh, oh my God. You drink, you flirt, you have fun. It's just a big open space. So <sighs> I could see her kind of floating around boys and maybe everyone's a little bit tipsy or, you know, doing whatever that they do in Vanderpump Rules. And there might be like, oh, she kissed Sandoval or she kissed Schwartz and she actually did kiss this guy. I think she did kiss this guy because there's a moment in that we don't really see, but it's in the background and they're having a conversation and they're very close, and they keep kind of going away with each other a little bit. Got it, got so it, got I it. So I do feel like there is something there, because then why – I don't see this guy ever before. Yeah, And now Brock sense. brings no, him to this maybe, party. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. I think I think maybe just in the in the hype of all of the Scandaval news over the past couple of weeks, I, I have a feeling that people wanted to jump on the idea that Sandoval and Raquel really were. Yeah. Like, it was – I, d- I don't think so. No, I, I, I think I, it's happening – right around this time that we're watching the show. Yeah, because um, the thing that really sticks out for me in this episode, um, before even, like, the big fight at the end with Raquel and the girls where you kind of see, like, oh, now she's empowered to be this person, it's when Tom is yelling at the girls because of the Sheena thing, which we're going to talk about in a bit, but Tom is kind of yelling at the girls about the whole situation and he's kind of lecturing them. And Ariana goes, Tom, I'm, le- I'm walking away. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing Tom against the girls. Like, this isn't, this isn't happening. Yes. And Tom kind of looks at her um, in a way that's kind of like, really? And I think, I think this is him in his mind being like, oh, so she doesn't support me. Like, this is another thing. I, and I've been there for the dog and all. You know, I can see his wheels turning and being like, you're not going to stick up for me. I'm the bad guy again. When it's not about that at all. It's no. like literally like you do this all the time where you're a shitty guy and you yell at these girls and I'm not going to be a part of it anymore. Like you need to learn from your actions. Well, and like, I, you know, again, yeah, I think you're right. Like every little tiny thing between them is going to pile up because it sounds like maybe over the past year or two, maybe over 
the pandemic, things started to kind of, the rot started to kind of, you know, well, come up through the floorboard a little bit with their relationship. I, um, I hate to jump to Jackson Brittany on Watch What Happens Live. No, but, but we should. But I want to, when, the thing that I was, that clicked and I was like, oh no, this is, this is for real. This happened was when, uh, Jax was saying they were at a Labor Day party and Ariana got the call that her mom died. And grandma. S- grandma, sorry. Grandma died. And Sandoval stayed at the party and said he couldn't leave the party because he didn't have an Uber. And this was a couple weeks after, like this is Labor Day. This is like yeah. a couple weeks after this episode. After just this aired. episode. So and he made an excuse that he couldn't get an Uber and it was all, which like, which, any, that's and bullshit. you can always get an Uber. It's, yeah. So yeah, we are, we're now that also reaffirmed that we're in the heat of the beginning of what's of happening. What's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real quick before we get further into that, I just want to touch down. I'm still, I'm all about team Katie and I honestly would do the exact same thing that she's doing. If Sheena what took something that what I said to justify behavior that we all knew and that she honestly knew was going to, you know, start shit. I'd like, no, your stupid friend, your stupid bridesmaid forgot to book her uh hotel room. The rest of us managed to fucking get our shit yeah. together. It's not my fault. The resorts, whatever. It's your fault that we're not in a good place. It's not my fault that I'm going to I that I can't like get a refund on my room. So like this is your fucking problem. Yeah. And if you want to sit here and apologize and go, you know what, you're right. I should never have meddled. I shouldn't. I should have yeah. like washed my hands of it and should just stay out of it because like there was no no good was gonna come of me getting in between you and Schwartz. That then it would be over. Yeah. Katie would be like, you know what? Then forget it. I'm coming to your wedding. I want to support you. Blah blah blah. blah exactly. Blah. It's so easy. And Katie, I'm so with Lala being like, no, Katie is tired. Yeah. Of put of of always being Schwartz's punching bag, of always having to like I totally get it. I'm I'm She totally always has to like team. bend the knee to everyone else and it's never what Katie wants. And Schwartz is I mean I felt so bad but Katie was like, "Oh no, it's not a me. It's not a married wife thing. It's a me thing." Like he just can't support me. He has a problem with yeah. me at my core. Yeah. And like this is why we got divorced. Yeah. I just don't uh, yeah, I feel bad for her. and I'm sorry but like it's just so I, the boys are just such idiots. They are they're they're I think they're tired of being stood up to. I think they're tired yeah. of these strong women. Like and I'm not saying that like Lala and Katie and Ariana they're always right all the time. No, I mean they're on fucking Vanderpump Rules. Like they make mistakes all the time. But the difference is is that they've like progressed so much since first season and yes. Schwartz and Sandoval have regressed so dramatically that like they just don't want to deal. I think Jax, the one, the, well, the comment that Jax has made on Watch What Happens Live and on that video that went uh, that went viral was that that he thinks a big part of why Sandoval went to Raquel is because Raquel well, can be controlled and be manipulated. And I actually think that's I think that's a part of it. This is the curse of Los Angeles. It's every guy that goes to Los Angeles is in Peter Pan syndrome. They think that they can be 22 for the rest of their lives and they just want girls who are 22 and yes. will act the way that they want to act and do the things they want to do. But the problem with Los Angeles is for women, I've seen women go miles ahead of men and progress and become so much more mature in Los Angeles. So you have this dichotomy in the Los Angeles area of these men and women who are all in their 40s, the women literally being powerhouses running the city, and then these men acting like they're 20 years old still. So it's it's hard to like, unless you find the right person in the city and you can, you know, grow old together and figure things out, like shockingly Jackson Brittany did move away from the core of where that is. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to grow because Jack still isn't working in West Hollywood. Jack still isn't having a, like 
any cut in that game That's at all. That's the thing is so he's removed himself. Let's, from let's that. talk and more. And Stassi has as well. Yes, and, well, and Kristen has as well. Shockingly enough. But here's the thing: is that that's why I, Jackson, Brittany, them. I watch what happens live. Let's just like cover that for a second because I think it. it for me, it like. Yes, I think you're totally right that their relationship is able to survive because they're not on reality TV anymore and they're completely separated from it. And they're holding on to more like, even though I think that so many of the issues that existed before still exist. Like Jax is still a fucking liar. Yeah. He's still <laughs> sweeping everything under the rug. Jax is still a misogynist and still like a little homophobic, a little transphobic, a little like conservative. And they're like, they're still dysfunctional, like completely. Yeah. And he can never own his past mistakes. Like that was still all evident on the show. Yeah. However, um, you could tell that like family having a children together, like, um, re- like the, these things for them, have really tethered them to earth and have strengthened their relationship. I, and I know that Lala came out and said like, let's get Jackson and Brittany on the show. I think that would be a huge mistake. I think that I agree there. I think the big reason why their marriage is so good is because they're not on TV anymore. And kind of the same thing with Kristen. I would kind of forgive her return more than Jackson Brittany's. Cause I think that Jackson Brittany have a lot more to lose, but Kristen's mental health, I think would deteriorate uh, even go further. right back down the shitter. So we don't know. We she's probably maybe grown since she hasn't been on the show. She had to really go through the ringer. Hearing her talk about all, yeah, hearing true. Jackson let's, let's her talk real, about yeah. all of this, you can still hear that they're still the same. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let me think of. Do you have anything else to touch on well, on Vanderpump the, Rules? The, it, it, uh, the the Schwartz and Sandys of it all is giving me stress. Major agita. You like, always say agita, and you know that's one of my words. I'm always like, I, you you taught me that word on this I, podcast. I well, actually, Danielle Staub did. Yeah. To be fair. What have you ever true. given me, Teresa, except for Ajita? Um, <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I just, I, I, I'm with, I'm with Lisa. It's like, what the fuck is taking so long? I, I mean, I don't, I, I have a hard time believing that Greg is waiting until it's perfect. I have a, I mean, maybe that's true, but I have a feeling that Schwartz and Sandoval are not spending i don't think they're spending every single well, every waking second well on here's this. here's here's the thing is greg isn't greg is like i'm staying i'm fine you guys can open this restaurant whatever because you guys are paying me rent you're leasing this place from me so at the end of the day you're going to still be paying me rent whether or not this business is running so it's you know if and if it is successful i get more money you know this is a whole thing it's Sandoval that's like, I need everything to be exactly the way it needs to be before it goes. I truly think it's Sandoval, and I think he's the one pushing the back. Because even Schwartz is like, what? What do we need, like $20,000? and Or Lisa says that, and Schwartz is like, yeah. And then Sandoval's like, no, 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 more than that. And he's no, like, he what, said 40? Yeah. And then Sandoval said, no, no. more No, and then that. he's like, no, no, more than that. And it's like, and I'm with Lisa. What else do you need to do? Get the place open, if you and then make some money, and then if you need to replace some booths, replace some booths. It just, it's taken like three times as long as it should have ever taken. Yeah. Um, it's proud of the girls. Me too. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I understand like a sandwich shop with cocktails is not as big of a venture as a full blown restaurant, but the girls had the wherewithal to be like, we're going to talk to everyone we know in the business, get all the advice we can. And we're going to, we're going to be super calculated and super, you know, deliberate about our decision-making. It's just like they're. I loved them sitting with a business like consultant, consultant being like, Lisa "What's with- the pitch gonna look like?" Because let's be real, 
anytime Tom and Tom pitched anything in their lives, they could have used a business consultant. Uh, like a pitch deck, a PowerPoint, a anything, fucking a story, a laser Not, pointer. You know what? We are Tom and Tom, and we are going to be the brand ambassadors for Vanderpump. Do like a three pronged like thing like we did in science fair for God's sake. Like anything. Like w- stop making alcoholic foam. And just start. I did want to try that alcohol. I did too, but for the love of God, (laughs) but that's the thing. They're doing drugs and making stupid like gadgets. They're not like, you know, so I, that's what I think too. And I think that we're not getting the whole, I want Greg to come to the reunion and talk for a a millisecond about like this whole story. I want to know Greg's side. True. Well, I think Schwartz, is more on Greg's side than on Sandoval's. Uh, Secretly, you can tell that. I think that he, that's what I say. I think Schwartz keeps bringing up all of this stuff that Sandoval doesn't want him to bring him up because he's like, if I don't get this out, no one's going to fucking help me because Sandoval is running me, into the ground. me yeah. completely. Um, yeah, that's the thing you have. Like, uh, I'm okay. We've talked about, I feel like we've talked about everything from the episode, right? Or is, did we miss anything? Well, well James, um, James, um, I don't, I don't like him and his girlfriend. I just think he needs to be by himself. I still think him and Lala are end game. Um, I think it's cool that she's into like philosophy and horoscope and astrology and all of that stuff. Cause like so many of the Bravo universe people are, hello, well, Heidi Rose Robbins. Um, I don't know though. They're not a right fit like she's better than Raquel obviously but like I don't know I think James isn't like James is all about the look he's like does this girl look good with me I have to make sure I have the hottest bitch on my arm yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a DJ in Los Angeles it's so weird but it's and it's like he doesn't look deeper than that which I mean I think that's why I, I I think that's why Lala and him aren't working right now is because he's still so superficial and yeah. Yala Lala's hot. Yeah. Whatever. But like Lala's also so emotionally mature and understands like how life has to work and how things need to go. And he's not ready for that. So it's no. not going to happen. No, I agree. So I, I, I think he's, ugh, I mean, and when we see in the tra- the mid season trailer, Oh my God. When he's like, I'm thinking about proposing to Allie and Lala's like, I can't like buy. Yeah. Like that's like, not come real. On, that's dude. not realistic. That's like, absolutely ridiculous. He's living in this fantasy of lust constantly. Like that's his thing. And like, e- and like, and now that he's drinking again, I think that's what he gets very like lushy and lusty when he is like not sober. Yeah. And one, well, that's the thing is as long as he's not sober, him and Lala won't work. Exactly. You know what I mean? He needs to get sober again, too. I don't know. But I am really proud of him. I do think he's making some major strides in his relationship and his his sense. I'm going to talk about Raquel really quick. If Go I for can it. Jump. Yeah. She was on TMZ. Um, so what I wanna talk, a moron. So I want to talk about this because I saw a TikTok from Spencer Pratt um, that I think kind of relays my thoughts exactly. So... This TMZ video, like, Raquel's, like, sitting in front of, like, blush nails or whatever, blush nail salon in, like, Hollywood, and, like, she's just, like, sitting outside of the salon. It's also bizarre. Like, are you driving? Are you waiting for an Uber? Whatever. And TMZ walks up, and they're like, hey, Raquel, and she's like, hi, and she's, like, in a hooded sweatshirt, So very clearly staged. It's so staged, and she talks about a couple things. She says she's going to be at the reunion. She, Sheena knows what she did to me. I have a scar on my eye from it. Uh... Uh, Schwartz never knew which contradicts what Jack said the night before on Watch What Happens I'm saying Schwartz 100% knew Schwartz told me about it which I think which I think is a lie lie. but 
I think a lot of what Jack said last night was a lie when it came to Sandoval. I think a lot of it was a lie. I I agree. I think he's just trying to get back on the show as Sandoval's foil. But then Raquel also says that she doesn't know where her and Tom are. They're not putting a label on it. They're taking a break. All of the stuff that kind of we wanted to – she tried to talk to Ariana and it, like, didn't go well. All things we should have seen on the reunion. Spencer Pratt goes – you just shot yourself in the foot, Raquel. Good luck negotiating for next season, negotiating for the reunion. Also, the fact that you you had the opportunity to have makeup, a ball gown, a $500,000 production to tell your story, and you decided to do it with Teamsy on the side of the street. You just like slapped all the Bravo producers in the face, being like, I don't care about you. Which, at, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, if this was your end game to stay on the show and make money – you should have gone to the, the show. The story's too big. There's no way that, I uh, know. There's, there's, you don't think? There's no well, freaking I don't think she's way gonna be able to negotiate. and Sandoval are, there's no way they're getting rid of them. They are too important now to Vanderpump. That's I, the thing, is that, uh, unfortunately, that is the one thing, is that Sandoval and Raquel will have a livelihood. So, here's my thing. This is what I think might actually happen. I don't think Raquel might actually have a future on the show. I think Raquel is going to get so bullied from this. I think she is already in so much trauma. I, her parents don't want her to be a part of this. I could see her taking a backtrack and just being a girlfriend and not trying to be on I the think show. She, no, and I Sandoval think, will. I think we are underestimated. I think we have underestimated her for too long. I think she is crazier than we think. I don't think she's smart. You're no, like she- <laughs> I didn't say smart. I said crazy. There's a difference. And I, I, like, like Kristen, Kristen's not smart. She's, literally like a ball or she's a bowl of nuts and bolts up there that are just scrambling around. Raquel, I think is a knows that now I think Raquel is going to learn very quickly that without this, she's got nothing. So I think that, no, I think she's going to ride this wave as long as she possibly can. And I don't think the producers can get rid of her. I think because we want to see, we want to see Ariana like scorch earth. You know what I mean? We want to see all that. Yeah. I I, and see Raquel in if, if Tom and if Tom and Raquel don't stay together, I don't think they'll that's sh- that that they'll keep we'll see one of them, but we'll see. Uh, we before we move on, final thing with Vanderpump because there's a lot. Congratulations to our girl Ariana uh, for booking a lifetime movie with Megan Good. It's gonna be great. It's about I believe it's about someone whose child is abducted and she's gonna be playing the police officer who is on the case, which is great. I mean Ariana like came into the group like she was working at sir trying to pursue a career in comedy mm-hmm. and i think that took a back seat i think a lot of ariana i think we're gonna find out that a lot of what ariana wanted the past 10 years took a back seat i think so too for the ariana and tom brand um so i think we're gonna see like and i lala said this i think on on sheena's podcast when she and Kristen and sheena were all in them together and it was kind of an annoying episode because they're like well we can't talk about a lot but we can talk about a little bit. And Lala said that she really felt like this was going to be like as painful as this was. This next chapter for Ariana is going to be well explosive. Yeah. When one door amazing. closes, another door opens. And I think she had to go through this. Karma is going to yeah, um, swing in her direction. Swing in her direction so in a positive hard. way. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for her. Yeah. All right. Do you want to move on to, should we just go to the new kid on the block, Ultimate Girls Trip, Thailand? Yeah. So we only watched... Two episodes of Ultimate well, Girls Trip season all th- three. Like the three of them were dropping all at once. I know we wanted to save a little bit for us, yeah. so that we can. So enjoy in it. case y'all forgot, because I sure as hell did, these are who we've got. We've got eight beautiful ladies from Miami. We've got Mary Sol and Alexia, and then from Atlanta, no, from Potomac. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, no, from, oh, that's right. From Atlanta, we have Portia. From Potomac, we have Candace and Giselle. Uh, from New York, we have Leah. And then from Salt Lake, we have Bad Weather, Heather, and Whitney. Wow. wow. So <laughs> let me let me just start off by saying the property stunning 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 property if you are i you know i love to watch my little hotel travel shows yes this is giving me all of that and more also stunning pepsi pepsi <laughs> is the best side character they could have freaking gotten i already love him i already know he is so done with these ladies yeah. pepsi's the house day. manager y'all and he is a hoot yeah. he are at the top so at the very top he's super excited for all of them to get there um We've seen a preview of we in the trailer he loses his mind so we're assuming in a few episodes he's gonna have words with yes. the ladies but so far he's very happy to have them yeah he thinks Whitney is beautiful he thinks Portia is beautiful um he thinks Candace is wild and beautiful and it's great he's got he's got his favorites and his least favorites uh, he calls the princesses Candace and Leah because yeah. they always request well the and most. speaking of least favorites so um you know the the first impressions um get brought up almost immediately and Heather does not do so well. No, everyone does not like Heather. And it's honestly because she plays the same game that she does in Salt Lake city, but she's doing it with very seasoned housewives. And they're like, no, 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 no girl. And she even says, she's like, I'm in, I'm in the kiddie pool with like floaters on. And these women are swimming laps around me. Yeah, they are girl. Because, well, the fir- it's, it has to do with Leah, basically. She shoots herself in the foot with Leah because when she meets Leah, she's like, oh, my God, how are you going to be sober with these ladies? I'm going to be supportive of you. you. And then <laughs> later, she's sitting with Giselle and Candace, and she's like, we got to get we gotta get uh, Leah drunk. Like, we got to get her drunk. And they were like, isn't she sober? And she's like, yeah, but, like, is she? I think she's down to throw down. And then Leah comes, and Giselle's like, you know, Leah. <laughs> Heather just said she wants to get you drunk. And she's like, that. She, and Heather was like, well, what would that do? And he was like, it would ruin my life. Like, I used to be a drug and drug addict and alcoholic. Like, I can't have a sip. Like, that would kill me. And then Heather goes, I know I read your book. And then Leah's like, what the hell? Like, the what is wrong you? with you? Yeah, so if you read my book and know that, like, I've struggled with sobriety and this is a major issue and like addiction issues why would you even joke that you're gonna yeah. give me a drink very cool for leah to like eventually just be like you know what let's just like have fun and like whatever yes. let's, let's, I, you know yeah but gotta hand it to whitney whitney because leah brought it up to whitney and when he goes i'm just gonna let you know now 50 bucks says she says she doesn't remember yeah. and without missing a beat heather goes oh i don't remember saying that and honestly it doesn't make it any better but i think it might be half true because heather it has been drinking a lot a lot yeah more thinking about last season on Salt Lake and now looking at this trip, like she two, well, 30 seconds in there. She's like, give me a lemon drop and let me fucking go. Well, that's the thing. I think she's on edge and I think she's using alcohol as a crutch. And yes. I think that's kind of what happened with the black eye. I think she definitely did probably black out a little bit and she doesn't entirely know what happened. So she doesn't want to tell the full story implicate anyone. Yes. And I think she's, trust me, I've been on vacations. I've been to Cabo a few times, like where you're, you know, you get there, you start drinking, you say some things to people. And then like 20 minutes later, someone said, you said something and you're like, I I literally never said that, (laughs) but we can't roll the tapes. Yeah, I know. And so, and guys also remember this is happening, uh, July, a few days after Jen Shaw, uh, goes to jail. No, pled guilty. guilty. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so, and this is also before Salt Lake's had their reunion, which we've already seen. Yes. Miami's had their reunion, which wrapped this week, which we're going to talk about in a minute. 
uh, Potomac's had their reunion, which is wrapped. This is this is all happening before these reunions yeah. happen. So yeah. it's just very interesting seeing like Candace and Giselle, yes. like because they're very much not Good. friends right now yeah. in, in in real time. Yeah. But on the show, they haven't gotten to the reunion yet, and so they're kind of like in a detente. Same with Heather and Whitney. Although it's so interesting because Heather really doubles down on this vacation about how she yeah. didn't know about the rumor, didn't whatever, and then in the reunion goes, "No, I heard it, but I just didn't want to like." But they make up at the reunion again, too. So we to a, a little well, let's, bit. Well, we'll see what happens after this airs because there are a lot of very petty confessionals, I might say, between I, Heather and Whitney. I would agree with that. And, yeah, it looks like Portia and Giselle are going to be close. Mm-hmm. I think Candace and – I think Candace and Portia, too. I was a little worried when Candace brought up um, – you know, how Portia and her husband exactly got together. Yeah. But that actually kind of, I think ended up being fine once Portia explained it uh, from Portia's point of view, which yeah, I think, I don't know. I think it doesn't really matter anymore. Um, but I didn't know the thing about Fallon, the fact that Fallon had cheated on yeah. her husband and how that's sort of part of it's, it's a piece of the whole story that we so, need to like understand. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I love, Marisol and Alexia on this trip. I know they're like not doing well and like I'm over just all being like don't speak Spanish. If anything, it's like I want to learn Spanish like a talk trip behind. It's kinda weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. But also I also get like she's insecure because her daughters do it to her too. So she's like, they're talking shit. But like Giselle, you're a grown woman. Like get the fuck over it. (laughs) Um I I loved that. I mean, we don't get to see them do the Ladyboy thing yet because it ends before they right. get to go see the show. Right. Um, well, if you watch season three, I'm sure that you'll see it. But they all give themselves like drag names. Yes. They call them Ladyboy names, but these are drag names. And <laughs> I, I love that she was like kind of fun with everyone, but then like for Giselle and Portia, she was shady as she need a man. She'll take a man. She need a man. She take a man. So fucked up. I love snow white and snow wrong. That one was so good. Crystal was good. Havana white is such a good name. I also loved Judaism. Judaism. (laughs) That is fucking funny. You also know that the producers helped her with these. What's your drag name? Oh, I don't know. Oh, actually wait, hold on. There was one. I was thinking of one. Oh, um, Last night at work, um, <laughs> last night at work, um, my my friend at work um, who's Hispanic, he was like coming up with all of these like I gotta get like we have to make a list of all the like uh, all the fucked up things you can say to white people like all of like the bad like like um, nicknames and. Manila envelope came up and I thought that was so funny and I was like oh my god like if I was a drag queen it'd be like Manila uh, uh, envelope like a like a, like a dance <laughs> oh like, my you know god I mean? Manila envelope that's as best as I can do though but there's also a Manila Luzon already yeah and so that might be so iconic but I don't know I mean if you're going off of like that stupid like game where you take like your pet and your street it's it'd be cinderella elms avenue <laughs> okay well cinderella like, elm that's cinderella elm or cinder elm like okay it's weird that is a weird one mine uh, mine is mandy petty like a manny petty but it's Mandy oh well, yeah no, petty. I, yeah that's a good that one years, years ago. ago which i was kind of like mm, candace is stealing from me does she listen to the podcast uh, maddie petty might be Mandy Petty? I don't know. Maddie Petty might be better. No, Mandy. Oh, because it's Eddie, Maddie. But like Mandy, it's supposed to sound like, it's supposed to sound like you're getting a Manny Petty. Thank you. <laughs> so what? I had, I had <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Leah, 
uh, has a just uh, as a disorder with her PMS where she's like PMDD. Yes. And premenstrual dysphoric disorder. She's on edge. She is heated. And you can tell she is annoyed by every single thing that Alexia is saying because she already heard the story in the car about Alexia's gay husband who may or may not have died with her lover. Like, and again, everyone kind of, ha- my mom is like this too. Like you have your stock, like, hello, you know, your stock stories that you tell over and over and over. Well, yeah, you, God, you, you're the king of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so I get Leah too, but like Marisol's sitting right fucking there. Like you got, I think she's forgotten. Like she's not been on a show in a minute. Yeah. I think she's forgotten. Like, oh, I got to like, What's my 360 view? Like, what? I, you, when you sit down, what are my surroundings? Like, where are my exits? Where what's am I? Happening? What's yeah. happening? Yeah, totally. Um, Giselle, uh, I, I, you know, it, when she behaves like this, it makes me go, God, if you just behave like this all the time, I would love you on the show. I would love you on Potomac if you would just be like this. Yeah. Where you're just like, not really, not with too much malice, but with just enough shadiness of just like, I'm going to start shit. I'm just going to go like this. Well, I loved how like she this. was like, oh, I'm done with this fight between Weather and Hitney. And the producers were like, you literally started this. And she's like, I know, but you I was You said Weather and Hitney. <laughs> what did I call You just it? said Weather and Hitney. Heather and Whitney. <laughs> weather and Hitney, my two girls. But uh, no, but I love it. Yeah, just like, oh yeah, I totally did. Um, But yeah, Portia is cracking me up. Yeah, I Portia's great. how much I miss her. She's like, this is a spiritual sanctuary. But she brought sanctuary. up a good point that like, she's like, you know, I, I had to take a step away from the housewives if I ever wanted my brand to, to push forward without it. Yeah. But I'm also never going to bite the hand that fed me. Like, Oh, hundred percent. I will always, you know, I think she's, I think she'll come back. But then she says, but then she does say the whole thing that the producers kept her hostage while she, her grandmother was dying. And then no, everyone. Portia. Oh, Portia. Sorry. Portia. Portia. Leah did say that. And well, I love how everyone was like, we don't buy that. Well, Leah was agreeing. She's like, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. Like I would never go against housewives. Like it was the great thing. And then literally at this dinner, she's like, yeah, like, or at the elephant sanctuary, she's like, yeah, my, they forced me to stay there while my grandma was dying. And everyone was like, <laughs> like no, yeah, they they you crazy no, person. Not. Absolutely not. I'm excited for episode three. I'm literally like itching to watch it, but it's so good. I, I just, it's, and I, I really glad that they're going to, they're keep, they're going to keep going with bringing all these women together. Cause the sisterhood works. If you all these women, if you put them in a blender, it's it's gonna work. Yeah, as just as well, if not Ugh. better than the regular. Because they're new, they're meeting each other, they're still trying to suss out. It's very like fresh. It's fun. I yes. like it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what should we move on to next? Okay, let's um let's do Miami since we're in Peacock land. Oh yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. Miami, Miami wrapped up its finale, finale. reunion. Um. Adriana, man. Um, I mean, again, I think Alexia is like really difficult, like in a Teresa Judice way, where like she's she demands respect and demands like you know that she's treated well, and then she'll turn around and just fucking jugular, yeah, like get you in the jugular, you know, calling Nicole's husband Antonia. Antonia. So I get that they're not that the, Alexia and Marisol, I'm sure, are very hard to be friends with, but Adriana, like, she is so so broken she can't help but like she couldn't help but get to like i swear we watched her multiple times get so apologetic groveling just sobbing so upset and then oh i'm gonna give andy a letter from marisol's liver Uh, oh like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna tell marisol she needs to oh i'm gonna give her a list of rehab she needs to go to for alcoholism oh i'm gonna yeah adriana i do agree with the two girls that because we hear this also on ultimate girls trip too that Adriana 
use the like use the story about um, Alexia's ex husband to get onto the show as yeah. a friend up because she's just a friend up. She's not a full time housewife. Correct. So I agree with that. The letter was unreal. Unhinged. It was. It was so funny, but also so stupid because the whole time she's like, I've been abused by Marisol mornings, nights, sometimes even the afternoon, like signed Marisol's liver. And I was like, once I said that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is the most ridiculous. Cause at first I was like, what is going on? Is this like an elder abuse thing? Like what is me happening? <laughs> and then <laughs> it's, literally about her liver. I was like, you've got to be joking. And like Nicole and Julia and Gertie are all, and even Lisa, like are have been jumping in here the whole time being like, no, what Adriana did this season is like not good. And like she's, but it comes from a place of being broken, being hurt, la 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 la. And then when she does that, all of them just, it was so sad. This all, they all had this broken look of heartbreak in their eyes. Like, God damn it. We just wasted so much time yeah. energy defending this girl and she just fucking blew it. Yeah. Blew it. Um, yeah. I mean, it was honestly though, it was a great way to end the season. Um, I still feel for Lisa. I hope that. And I, I, I liked what she kind of clarified when, uh, I think it was, was it, was it Kiki who was like, I used to be invited to these parties and like yeah. women would cheat with Lenny. And she's like, I didn't know, like, you know, you're married to someone and they go do their life and you don't know what they're doing all the time. And I liked that Alexia kind of defended her. And she's like, we've all been married in marriages where we don't always know what's happening with the other person. Like, you, you're supposed to have that trust. Well, and there's also, like, I've been there where the, you, you've, you're in such a fucked up place. You're trying so desperately for it to work that, like, your will, like, your brain is willing to ignore. Ignore. And, and, and just kind of block sit through out. it. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I, I think Lisa is going to need a lot of therapy and a lot of time with her children. Um, I don't think she should spend too much time with Larsa, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to hot girl summer it like crazy. Yeah. Um, what, Larsa drives me crazy. I just can't stand her. I don't know. I just can't. I yeah. like all the other women. All the other women have some sort of redeeming quality and I don't know well, why. Well, it's just because you know just, she's, she's just she's a fake. bottom feeder. Yeah. She's just, she's a social climber. You know, she it has changed her face. Completely. And that's the thing. I think I think that's what bothers me is that she doesn't own it. If she would own like, oh, yeah, I've like done crazy things to my body. I'm a social climber. Like I know I'm dating my I know Michael exactly, Jordan's exactly, son. I know exactly what I'm doing when I'm dating Michael Jordan's son. Like I'm yeah, I'm not. I'm yes. I'm trying to be a Kardashian. Like I just own it. Yeah. Then I don't think I would be as bothered. Yeah. You know? Is that it? I think we got everything. I think we got most of it. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Well, congratulations to Gertie for being one of the top. Um, so when she said she's having to go to Qatar for this, the talk and that Lisa's having a party in Dubai two weeks before Are we gonna for have her birthday, I think we're going to have a crossover. Yeah. Dubai I'm going to, I'm going to just say that now that Dubai and Miami are going to have a crossover. Well, Hey, they're season. both peacock. They are. So, so I think it's, producers they're setting can it get up. that together. Yeah, let's keep going then. That also killed me from Girls Trip where she's like, I just love that Bravo's like funding all this and doing everything. And they're like, girl, for the last time, this is Peacock. Yeah. Oh, I also <laughs> love Portia. Portia being like, I miss the cameras. Yeah. She's like, I'm back in the TV. <laughs> um. Okay, let's go over to Jersey. We had the luau at Melissa's. Yeah, Missy G. Did you see that her thing was Missy G's luau? Yeah, because Missy G's the name of the of their house. Yeah. Um. So, you know me. I've been on this fucking, you know, you know, campaign that Teresa and Melissa should, you know, say farewell and move yeah. on because we've their stories have played out. And this party 
kind of reaffirmed that we have the meats. Like, we have the goods well, without them. I loved the intro with Rachel and Danielle being like, we're two peas in a pot. And it showed, like, their fun little dynamic and duo and how they're kind of the... And I was like, I want more of this. This is what I enjoy. I love two new girls coming in. Like, we're going to just stick together. It's giving me Jenny, uh, Gina and Emily vibes. But yes. In a, in a more fun way. Yes, 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 I yes. really do like these two a lot. Yes. There's and a lot if we can them. find more of girls like them... I, th- I and again I think that Jennifer and Margaret and uh, Jackie and Dolores are all bringing plenty. Well, and I think that again bring back Caroline Manzo, bring back Jacqueline Larita. Like there's so much there. There. If you think the villain needs to be Teresa, you're wrong because Melissa and Jackie both came out on a Bravo like after show and said the person you actually don't want to get on the wrong side is Margaret because Margaret knows everything about everybody and she it will be your friend. But if you cross her once. That's when she's well, like, well, Rachel you- said this. Yeah. Rachel and Jennifer, yeah. um, the other, the other Jennifer, um, on watch what happens live this week says, said as much that like, they're great friends with Margaret and they, but yes, if you become her enemy, Margaret will, you know, they caveat it with Margaret only makes you their enemy when you make yourself her enemy. But still Margaret's yeah. got a Rolodex. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I would not be surprised. Yeah. But that, this party to me, showed that there is plenty of meat on the New oh, Jersey bone without I agree. And I just I I I just loved the house husbands getting fucking wasted. Oh. Like if my parents ever did that I would be mortified and I would kill myself. But this from from like me watching just oh you know me i would probably have joined in i probably would have been like let me get my hand in there and do the <laughs> every once in a blue moon like I think I've seen my father like slightly overserved one time at a wedding, but it was, and it was hysterical and he just was just laughing and having a great time dancing. But like, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of course everyone's entitled to like a moment, but like every season, these men get more red face. Well, yeah, more. that's and, true. Oh my God. But God bless. Um, what's his face? Rachel's husband. Fuda. I mean, he was like, initiate me bros I like, loved it and he's like Rachel's like stop and he's like bleeding you and when Joe got the wax <laughs> in his hair oh my god disgusting I wanted to do that where you put the wax and just ripped so it off in the hand <laughs> um you know and then you know the Frank and Dolores thing still continues Dolores so cute but I feel bad for her but yeah and I you know Frank like of course Dolores isn't gonna stay with you yes. she has a serious relationship it's just weird like it's and that's the thing is Paul. I'm sure Paul is going. It's not personal. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Like when you and I, like if if we're going down the road, I think we're going down Dolores. Like yeah, of course, Frank. We're gonna have dinners together and stuff. But like, he, we don't need to spend every waking moment. We're not with gonna them. no. And I'm not gonna like if you're not. And if I'm not going to the shore, you're not staying with your ex husband in his yeah. house. That's fucking weird. That's really weird. Yeah, I agree. So. And I think Frank's side piece, she seems nice, but I think she's, she's just here do, for the fucking No, but show. I do feel bad for her because I do feel like she's caught in this. Because she's like, you know, I said something too, and Dolores is like, yeah, whatever kind of thing. But it's like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I feel bad because I'm like, this poor girl, young girl, is caught in this like really difficult, sad transition of a relationship. Yeah, no, it's true. And it's like, you can tell he loves his ex-wife so much more than he loves you. No, and it's that true. breaks my heart for it's her. It's true. So, and, you know, speaking of, you know, weird marriages, uh, you know, I, I don't know about Jennifer and Bill. I don't think so. Because either. listening to her talk to Jackie, like 
well, listening to the two of them talk to each other in general, now I'm like, oh, God, this is not good. But her, listening to her talk to Jackie and the fact that the kids are involved and the fact that Jennifer doesn't feel like he's there for the kids. Yeah. That, I think, is really what is going to push them away. Is if Jennifer feels like you're coming for the kids, Bill, oh, she will cut your throat. Yeah. In a minute, in a like in a millisecond. Yeah. I think that's might what be that might become the end of the two of them is if Bill starts to fuck with the kids or yeah. if all of this starts to, you know, snowball damage the kids more than it already has. No, I agree. Cause Olivia, just that whole thing about Olivia. Yeah. Was heartbreaking. <clears throat> and you know, by the way, Jackie, I know she's a friend of, I'm a, I am a little peeved. About, I, I, I want to know why she's coming so hard for Danielle. I think it's cause it's a new girl. I really do. New think girl, Staten Island, new girl, just wanting to, but you're a friend of like, Cool. Yeah, but I, I think she's she's only a friend of this season because she asked to take a step back because of her... Oh, right, because of her um, um, her, um, her eating disorder. That's yes. Right. Okay. So I do think she is still trying to keep a stake in the game. Okay. Um, Which I, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's it's a stupid feud, but it's still like, I'm still part of the show. And I, you yeah. know, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, she also came out and she's been coming after... She like had, was basically said like all these Bravo celebrities who were like going thinner and doing Ozempic and all this stuff, like... It kind of came after Margaret because Margaret's a lot thinner now too. Well, Jennifer. Well, Jennifer, what's her face? Bessler. She flat out said on Watch What Happens Live that she's been taking Ozempic. Yeah, so she got a nose job, a facelift, and she's been on Ozempic. And yeah, Jackie is like came out of it. And she's like, how could like it's it is it's telling two different things. It's like this is what damaged my life, and now you're gonna go over here and be like, this is what we need to do. I'm very scared of the of the the meth coming back again. It's it's really stressing me out. Yeah, it's it's very. It's not 2001, guys. Get no, over it. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. It's it's what a it's so crazy, but um. Dan- I like Danielle a lot, and I think I would have been. I I think I would have been like her, being like, why are people fucking talking about me when I'm and with an earshot and not just asking me point blank what's going on, but it's pushing her towards Teresa and Jennifer, which makes mm-hmm. me nervous. Yeah. Because I you know. Well, I mean, it, it it would be interesting to have. I mean, we kind of saw it on OC where like Gina and Emily are kind of on different sides, but on the same side. Uh huh. So I think that's what we might get is we might get a Rachel Danielle where we're on, we're we're tight, but our groups don't like each other. Got it. yeah. Because okay, what yeah. Gina tried to get taken up by the Tres Amigas, right? Wasn't that what was uh-huh. going on? Huh. Yeah, it's and Jersey is 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 cooking, but I'm. It's it's it is really hard to watch the Teresa and Joe stuff because they're both. They're both doing shit and it's really frustrating. And I, I'm more holding Joe responsible than Melissa at this point. Um, but Oh my God, the trailer for next week. We both talked about this. It, um, fucking Louie. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like I understand like, yes, he's having these really great moments on camera where he's reeling Teresa in back from crazy. And I get it. It's refreshing at the same time. If I were Joe Gore, if I were Joe Gorga and Louis came up to me and said, "Do you know that I wear your dead father's, father's clothes?" I would be like, "Get the fuck away from me!" <laughs> Get away from me, That's you psychopath! Terrifying. And I'm sorry, Teresa. In what fucking world do you let your fiance wear your dead father's clothes? Why are oh my god? That probably still like smell like him uh, and stuff, oh and they're like god. sleeping in bed together. That's so weird. That's like trauma to another level, and he is feeding that. That is fucking weird. Like <laughs> I weird. hate it. I that hate is, it. That is some weird like psychological. Like I'm the father of the house now. No, that's what he's trying to do. He's like I'm protecting you. I'm taking care of you. Fucking weird. Well, that's yeah. that on that. But Jesus, like bye, Louis. I do not like bye, Louis. Louis. I do so not. Crazy. Yeah, I think Peacock give them their own. Keeping up with Teresa. 
tripping up with Teresa, jersing it up with Judice. Okay, know, we can calm something. down. Give them their own show. Let uh, the let the New Jersey women live. Yeah, let's let's take the Gorga and Judice out of it, and yeah. let's see what Jersey can turn. Yeah. I mean, they're doing you, it. They're doing it with New York. Why not try yeah. the next generation? And with if Jersey? you want to, if you want a legacy show with Teresa at the helm, then just do that. Do it. All right, we'll wrap it up. I guess with the Monday show with uh, Summer, Summer House. House. Do we have anything? No, we have nothing else. Here's I'm, the thing about Summer House, guys. It's like I'm enjoying watching it, but it's it's what it's the same. It's the same fight that's just happening. Yeah, I mean, slowly. <laughs> this it's it's a very like long season of the same fight like we've seen on Housewives before, and we do have some like things kind of trickling out. I mean. Carl and Lindsay, I guess, kind of showing a little bit of um. Well, I think we're starting cracks. to – Yeah, I think Carl, the Carl and Lindsay cracks plus the Danielle situation is going to – I'm really interested to see how that all develops. Things I am over <laughs> is um Amanda and Lindsay's fight, even though I do think that the lunch or dinner, whatever they have between them in the ne- probably the next episode is going to be so interesting. Yes. Um, But I also feel – Honest, I hate to say it. I feel bad for Sam. Like I, at first when she's like, oh, I've got this guy, Tim, and he's like the Australian and he's going to like come to the party. And then he's like, I can't come to the party, come to Montauk. And then she's like, okay, we're going to go to Montauk. And we're going to go to this party with this guy. You guys are all invited to house. And then he like ghosts her. I know. And I immediately, I was like, oh, she's going to get ghosted. But then she comes back and she's like, you know, I've been like, I've been told like, you're the worst. Like it's, you're terrible, blah, 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 all these things. And then now I'm like, is me am I good enough yeah she believes it yeah now she believes it and so that's why she's so apologetic and why she's like trying to over talk and be over friendly and all these things and I was listening to her say that and I was like wow I really like I was annoyed with her but now I really get her because I connect with that so so much you know like if you are in a relationship where you're told like you're not worth it oh yeah for so long you believe it and then you every time you step into any other room you're like am I okay am I good enough oh a hundred percent a hundred percent and like it was not yeah because I was I was starting to write her off. I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, and to kind of her, her opening up, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her more time. The yeah. new, the three newbies are actually not too bad. Yeah, I I'm Chris is starting to get a little bit. I mean, he's a little bit creepy, but I get he like has never talked to girls before, so you can tell he's, he's never talked to a woman <laughs> yeah. before in his fucking life. Um, I love um Ciara as uh what was her name Karma Brown. Oh my I was god, die- bam! I gotta say, Paige and Ciara. Like Paige and Ciara and uh, Gabby, I feel like I would really get along with. I feel like those are my girls. Like just seeing the way that they act and they like respond to things. You know, me and Paige are both Scorpio, so I think that's something to do with it. But you know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, these girls are what I want to watch. Like I want to watch the girls vibing. Amanda too. I think Amanda's really cool too. That's the thing is, I I, I think like it's tough because I think that I think maybe. Carl and Lindsay, I think it's time for them to go. A hundred percent. And so. I agree. I love Kyle and Amanda. I'm wondering if maybe it might be their time to go soon as well. But keep Ciara, Paige, Kyle, Amanda, Craig, but really bring on a, a whole, like a whole new half of the house. Like that's, that's get what a I bigger think. house and like make it really big. Make it a bigger house. Well, I think, I think what you, sh- I think what actually needs to happen is you just have Paige, and well, I don't think Paige is going to be on it really anymore. I don't think Craig is ever going to be on it, but I think it's going to be Paige, Ciara, uh, I say Gabby, and Luke. 
and that's your that's your core four, right? Then we bring in new people. You can have Sam back. You can bring keep Chris, whatever. Kind of bring the people who's trickled in on. And then you have friends of like Andrea or friends of Kyle, Kyle you know and Amanda. What? They have enough friends people of, between Southern Charm, between Vanderpump Rules, between you can Summer have House, a new house. You just have Summer House, Winter House, Spring. Like you can have a house every fucking season if you want. Exactly. And and start doing Ultimate Girls trips where you just start inviting. This, the, that same group of young, hot, well, Bravo I, I think that's what they're trying to do with Winterhouse. And is, Shaws of Sunset. Yeah. Family I, Karma. I think with Winterhouse, that's their test to show because they always bring new people on to Winterhouse first. If they can last through Winterhouse, they'll bring them on to Summerhouse. Yeah. But we really haven't seen that crossover in the last couple but of yeah, years. But yeah, these younger shows were like the young, hot, you know, young people that aren't housewives specific. I think they're a great pool to pull from. Yeah. You know? Friends of friends or friends of friends of theirs, you know? I yeah. think I think that that kind of getting into the multiverse of all of those shows, I think, is the next step well, for Bravo. I was, when we were watching Ultimate Girls Trip, I was thinking in my head, I was like, this is a direct correlation to, like, the MCU and, like, people getting so into having these, like, cross universes. Like, the Bravo universe, like, Ultimate Girls Trip never would have happened without, like... Endgame or like any of the Marvel movies where you like yeah. or Avengers, you know what I mean? Like that's like, what people want to see. And Gigi get Lala and James get um well get um Paige and well, Catherine or something. Well, or, I don't you know. know that Rihanna commented on a thing where someone was like, "We need an Ultimate Girls trip, but like of all the Bravo celebrities." Yes, but like the young girls, like the hot single girls, like Katie and Gigi. And Lala, like bring those girls all in yes. for a show. Like all like Paige, Ciara, like, Ciara, Ciara. Paige yeah. like all of them. Like bring all the hot girls together and just like fucking throw a match on it. Yeah. I'd say take them to Mexico. Uh take them to Mexico. Uh, but yeah, no, I Bravo's been really great. It's a busy time for us. Uh honestly, these are the I the best shows on right now. I think uh Vanderpump Rules and Ultimate Girls Trip are feeding me what I need right now. And even though Jersey's, Jersey's hard to watch for me, it's still solid. Charlotte Jersey's good. I Summer like House. Summer House. Um, but it, it doesn't feel, I don't feel dead. I feel alive. And this yes. is good. Yes. I'm excited to watch my shows every week. I'm not like, ugh, I have to watch it for the podcast. Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes, y'all, I gotta be honest, I'm like, I have to watch this yeah, stupid episode. It's for, for, for <laughs> And it's sometimes when the seasons are really tough. <laughs> all right. I think we've mentioned it all. If I think you we haven't did. already, y'all, I'm sure you have. But just in case. Make sure you're subscribed, liked, and reviewed wherever we subscribe, liked, and reviewed on podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And then um, Instagram, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D is where you'll find us, Hot and Bravo on Instagram. And if you are in the New York area um, on March 29th, it is a Wednesday, um, I will be performing in the semifinals Woo-hoo! of the Yas Comedy Festival. It's a queer comedy festival, and I'm in the semifinals. So if you want to see some comedy, some other great comics, uh, check out Greenwich Comedy Club is where you can find tickets. It's March 29th, a Wednesday. You better and be there. Yes. Have a good week, y'all. Adios. <laughs>